0: This podcast is made possible by Host Analytics and U.S. Bank.
1: Hello, this is Joe Cardoso, CFO of Keolis North America, and you're listening to the CFO Thought Leader podcast.
0: This is episode 307. It was not quite a hundred years ago that Donaldson Brown arrived inside the finance department of the General Motors Corporation. The future CFO of GM had distinguished himself years earlier by developing a return on investment formula for the DuPont company, now GM's largest investor. It was that relationship that ultimately influenced Brown's decision to leave DuPont and spearhead the application of the concept inside GM's operations. And so a concept originally developed to shed light on the operations behind the manufacture of blasting powder and dynamite would become a central component of the automaker, whose rapid expansion became synonymous with the rise of the modern corporation. Fast forward a 100 years, and while it may be difficult to classify an imprint made by any one finance leader, as being brown-worthy, it's not difficult to identify the class of finance leaders that is unquestionably having a brown-like impact on the evolution of the finance function. We'll identify that tribe of forward-looking finance leaders and share a little more history with you after these words from our sponsor. It's no secret finance professionals are dealing with some pretty complex problems these days. Now more than ever, they need tools that can help them streamline complex workflows and focus on bigger strategic issues. By bringing your finance organization together on a single cloud platform, Host Analytics automates everyday processes that would otherwise slow you down. By streamlining your planning, modeling, consolidation, reporting, and analytics, Host helps you connect your organization so you can react more quickly to changing conditions and make better business decisions to optimize performance. Let Host Analytics be your partner in leading the evolution of your business. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney. Welcome to CFO Thought Leader. I hope you don't mind me injecting some historical perspective in today's show. It was Winston Churchill who once said, The farther back you can look, the farther forward you're likely to see. And inside the realm of finance, I'd argue there's no better place and time to set our eyes upon than the original pairing of Donaldson Brown and GM's CEO, Alfred Sloan, a union minted in the early 1920s. It was then that the two executives set about repurposing financial concepts that were originally developed to serve another industry altogether. But wait, before we revisit the last century, we only need to turn the clock back nine years The economy's unexpected plunge in 2008 allowed many finance leaders to garner more influence within their organization and enlarge their strategic roles as cost-cutting and workforce reductions became a necessity inside many companies. However, as time passed, to maintain that influence, finance leaders needed to demonstrate they could do more than just manage costs. In the wake of the downturn, many finance leaders were being handed a growth ultimatum. To keep their seats at the strategy table, finance leaders would need to demonstrate they could drive growth. And no one group of finance leaders were perhaps better prepared to answer the growth challenge more soundly than those inside the software-as-a-service realm.
1: What we realized is that we could be doing more, in terms of our consumer engagements, if we knew more about the customer. If your customer spent $10 with you last year, if you took away what they may have dropped and then you added what they may have added on, either an add-on or a cross-sell, how much are they paying you a year later? All right. so that, And that's a really important metric to understand the health of your customer base. So customer experience is a huge part of what we do as a software as a service business. Each year they renew or at the end of each contract they renew and you have to rewin that business. The two key metrics for, for us, uh, which I also care about on a, on a daily basis, is uh, the number of customers uh, using our services and then increasingly uh, how well the customers take benefits of our services.
0: Armed with such metrics as return on revenue, customer acquisition cost, and customer retention, SaaS finance leaders are busily advancing a more customer-centric model for finance. And we'd argue their collective influence is advancing that model today beyond the SaaS realm. Now, another customer-centric metric that has increasingly become embraced by finance is the Net Promoter Score, an index developed by the strategy firm Bain & Company to measure the willingness of customers to recommend a customer's products. Here's Bain & Company's partner, Rob Markey.
1: You know, it's interesting because um, it turns out that many of Bain's earliest Net Promoter System clients discovered how powerful it was to involve the CFO and the finance organization in leading the charge. Um, there were other organizations that weren't as successful where they left it with marketing or um, worse yet with like the customer insights group. But you look at like Allianz and Schwab, which were two of the, the sort of big early Successes with Net Promoter, early adopters of the full system. It was when their CFOs got heavily involved that the program actually took off, that they were able to accelerate progress. And I think the reason that CFOs have been among the highest impact champions in the Net Promoter system has been that they can establish this clear and simple link. Between the customer loyalty and financial outcomes, you know, sort of the behaviors of customers that drive those outcomes. And before companies had the ability to get real time and non-anonymous customer feedback, they just didn't have very many ways to get reliable indications of the impact of their investments in service or staffing or pricing or product features until they, those things played out over a long period of time in the form of, like, attrition or cross-sell. Those things happen so long after the investments that it's actually kind of hard to attribute changes in attrition rates to the investments that were made. So what NPS did, and and really the Net Promoter System, that this high-velocity closed-loop feedback, is that it gave finance leaders an immediate and early read on the impact of an investment that could then be used as the basis for financial projections or uh, you know, making a business case. Is this working? What impact do we think is going to happen based on the changes that we're seeing in the feedback? It, it's a very important way to uh, change the way you manage.
0: We'll have more of our show on the growth ultimatum after these words from our sponsor. You want smart of year by the Ethisphere Institute. To learn more, visit uspayment.com slash middlemarket. Will the precepts of customer-centric finance advance beyond the SaaS realm and alter finance at large? Just as Donaldson Brown's concepts have done? It's a good question. In his 1963 book, My Years with General Motors, GM CEO Alfred Sloan wrote, financial method is so refined today that it may seem routine. Yet this method, the financial model, as some call it, by organizing and presenting the significant facts about what is going on in and around business is one of the chief bases for strategic business. The great attention that Sloan gives to ROI, along with other financial concepts, is interpreted today by some business pundits, including this one, as a rebuttal to Peter Drucker, whose earlier book, the concept of the corporation, had marginalized the contribution of financial models within the rise of General Motors, while almost exclusively focusing on Sloan's management practices. According to Sloan, within the modern corporation, there's always a chicken or egg causality dilemma when it comes to financial tools and management best practices. So far, SaaS CFOs are quickly acquiring an edge as they help to define and execute the management best practices required to adopt and deploy their customer centric metrics. It's an edge Sloan understood well, a Brown worthy contribution to finance that is quickly multiplying the influence of SaaS CFOs. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney with a quick note that CFO Thought Leader now has a quarterly print magazine. That's right, print. Each issue will profile. 25 different CFOs. Let me repeat that, 25 CFOs. Other uh, print publications are lucky if they're able to bring you five CFOs per issue. What we understand is that you wanna consume content in multiple ways. But wait a minute, there's something more here. We wanted this print magazine to be a podcast companion. So when you receive it, we want you to quickly thumb through it and maybe identify which episodes you have missed. We want you to dog ear those pages as well as uh, perhaps the pages that feature CFOs from episodes you already listened to but found maybe a little extra value from. 12 months later you will have a library of 100 CFO profiles highlighted with your insights or comments alongside the CFO Thought Leaders. Now, how much are we charging for this one-of-a-kind 100 CFO Profile Library? Annual subscriptions are $119. We think that's reasonable. We thought about it a little bit, but that's that's what we came up with. Uh, visit us and subscribe to CFO Thought Leader magazine at cfothoughtleader.com, where the future of finance is listening.